You're listening to the Let Me Ask You This podcast. The show about everything and nothing. Now, I'd like to introduce two guys that need no introduction. Because you won't know them or remember them. Here they are. Jack Ace and Schwimey. Here we are, doing it again. Jack Ace, how you doing? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull the curtain back a little bit here. We're doing this right after we just did an episode, so this is concurrent. Dude, what are you doing? I'm pulling back the curtain. No. Yes. This is this is another day, are, another time. <laughs> yeah, we are, we're pulling back the curtain. We're doing two episodes today because we were just talking after we got done with the last broadcast. We... Um, yeah, we might as well fill it. We might as well give everybody Don't do all it. the information. No. So we were doing the episode about sailing, and now, and we don't know what we're going to call that yet, but um, now we're going to roll into this thing because we just started talking about midlife crisis. And we're in the midst of it. And, <laughs> well, I tell you what, I almost had one the other day. Okay. Do I did. tell. I tell almost, me the story. You haven't even told talked to me about it. No, the, I haven't told you about this. We just rolled right into That's this That's right. Episode. We just said, let's just start recording. And so Start talking. So this is interesting. This is, obviously, if you, any of you guys think that what we do is scripted, you're out of your mind. <laughs> but this is even worse because we haven't even talked about this we topic other than casually mentioning it. Yeah. That, oh, it would be interesting to talk about midlife, midlife crisis. crisis. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got a lot to say about that, but... So, yeah, this is really off the cuff today because I have no idea yeah. what you're about to say. So, this was a work thing mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, okay. Um, and I've been with my this organization now for six years, working my tail off. Okay. Um, and, I, and I like it there. I like the people that I work with. Um, I think that's important. Yeah. It, but I got to a point where uh, I, f- I thought I misunderstood something that was going on mm-hmm. as... Uh, that I was being questioned about what how I perform. Okay. <laughs> and, I, and so now I'm like getting all offended and shit. And I'm like, what are you questioning what I'm doing? Blah, blah, blah. And it was all because they were giving me a promotion and they didn't, I didn't know it. Oh, okay. But I thought, and so it, the reason I say that is I was like, I felt like I was so close to a midlife crisis. You were going to throw it down and walk out. I was going to throw, dude, I was like, you sons of bitches, you <laughs> motherfuckers. Oh, <laughs> you sons of bastards. You know, that's funny that they were trying I, to play a little joke on you and it almost backfired on them. Just because- I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it was a joke. I think they, I don't know what it was, but it did not come across well. They did not communicate it well. Okay. Um, and I was absolutely furious. I was like, I don't. I was thinking back to some of our early earlier discussions about our parents and our parents' parents and and why. You know, at the end of end of their lives, they were left with nothing, and we look at that and go, "What? You, what was it all for?" Yeah, and and I started to like spiral down that path. Like, <laughs> what am I wasting all of my time for? I'm like killing myself for this organization. Yeah, and I was like, "What? This is a waste of my time." And you know what? The kids today, they got it figured out, and I think society's going to collapse as a result of it. But. <laughs> I think they still haven't figured out, and I wrestle with that. Ha ha ha! Just kidding. No, Jackie, we're going to promote you. <laughs> yeah, we just, yeah. Oh, you. Hey, congratulations, yeah. 
I quit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So I think so. Part of the thing, or one of the major uh, elements of a midlife crisis, I think, is you get to a certain point where you just don't give a shit. And and not and I don't mean to say that. Um, well, I just said you don't give a shit, and I don't necessarily mean that. What I mean is you're less willing to put up with bullshit, right? You still give a shit. Like, I still give a shit about my job, and I want to do it well. I'm just not as willing as I was as a kid to put up with bullshit. Or maybe some bullshit might bother me a little bit more today. Whereas when you're a kid, moving yourself up through the ranks, you're, you know, ducking and dodging and zigging and zagging. Well, a lot of times you don't know what you're doing anyway. So you're just trying to just survive. That's true. Yeah. And, um,. And and I'm not trying to equate this to my my current organization. The current organization I work for is fantastic, and I have no complaints, and I'm very happy. But it wasn't Way always to hedge your bets. If no, 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 no. Figure no. out who we are. No, I'm no, I'm I'm what I'm trying to say. It wasn't always that way. You know, I feel very fortunate to be where I'm at right now, and just you know, like most recently, I was at another firm that, um, really, it, it sounded like a good deal up front, but once I got into it, I realized that mm, no. This is not right, and uh, I'm much, much beyond this particular institution based on my skill set, my knowledge, and where I want to be. You know, this was uh, it was also a very young firm, yeah. and uh, I was one. You know, at f- I was less than fifty. I was like forty eight when I hired on there. And I was one of the oldest people at that firm, and I'm like, oh, this doesn't feel right. You know. Mm. Um, Anyways, it, it turned out to be true. And I, I wouldn't say that that, that was a that midlife. That it wasn't right? It wasn't right. Why? Um, just a couple things that... Uh, I'm just asking for a couple. Okay. So one of the things is, you know, they they hired me uh, under false pretenses. And what, and what I mean by that is they sold me a line of bullshit to get me to come work for them. And then I realized that what they said was not, in, in fact, true. They were just trying to get me on board because they needed my skill set, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they failed to deliver on the things that they, you know, promised me upon hiring, you know, I, I didn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't say I threw a fit, but like it was during my annual review, and I just they slid me across this paper so that I could go along with it, and I just like slid it to the side, and I said, "This is all well and good, but we're not talking about this right now. We're going to talk about." You know, issue number one, and then I started to lay. So you drove the narrative. I did. I I started to lay it out for them how things are not what they seem, and uh, you know, they they hired me under you know circumstances A, B, and C, which they have completely blown off, and um, we needed to address that immediately. You know, and part of it was a a promotion uh, into leadership. You know, they were like, we're going to fast track you. We're going to get you, you know, and I, I like said, I've, I've done everything that you've asked me to do. And, uh, <laughs> hold up Te- technical emergency. Yeah. So, um, it was supposed to be a promotion into leadership and, uh, you know, they were promoting other people that were hired after me, you know, I'm like going, what's going on? I'm not getting the fee- I'm not getting feedback from you. you guys said one thing during my last interview that didn't happen. So then they said, "Oh, you know, well, you know, we don't yeah, you know, we kind of dropped the ball with you, you know." And and I'm like, "Well, what's the problem? 
you know, am I not delivering? Am I not? No, you're doing great. And I was like, so why am I not getting promoted? And they're like, well, we don't do mid-year promotions typically. I'm like, that person is getting a mid-year promotion. <laughs> and they're like, well, we don't give salary increases. And I, I made the mistake of saying, I don't give a fuck about the salary. I need that. Ooh. I, I want. I need, oh, dude. So here's here's my here's my idea though. Um, this was not a long-term thing for me, right? This was to get a stepping stone. A stepping stone, and I had to have the creds in order to move up and move out because I wasn't I wasn't going to stay at this firm for long, right? So, um, I said I don't give a shit about the salary. I want I want the title, and they're like, oh. Well, hold on. And they, the guy bounced over to the, the president's office, came back, hey, we want to offer you a promotion. And then I was like, I am so fucking out of here. The first fucking yeah. ship I can find that's leaving this port, I am out. And I made Another up my mind. reference? Huh? Another, yeah. Another article reference. Seriously. And so, I don't know. Um, yeah. So, why the fuck am I talking about this? We, I, I was just about to ask you how this relates to <laughs> a midlife crisis, but maybe well, because you were at a point where you're not willing to put up with bullshit anymore. It's true, but it also, you know, I found myself, like I said, I was one of the oldest people at this firm at 48, and I'm just like going, mm, yeah. I'm in a different stage of life than yeah, the rest of these that's people. Right. And I need to find, <laughs> they were a little bottom heavy. I needed to find some somewhere else to be. Yeah, yeah, because they you manage young people a whole lot different than you manage uh, people in the absolutely. you know, the the twilights of their career. And boy, I hate to admit that I might be in the twilight of my career. You're absolutely but th- in the that, twilight. That, of yeah, career. I know. That's like the sun yeah. has set on you a long time ago. Damn it. <laughs> that's a hard reality, man. <laughs> So I think there's an element of just not putting up with bullshit anymore, right? I mean, but it, is that a midlife crisis, I or think, just you're tired of bullshit? I'm talking about a midlife crisis where you're like, "What am I doing? Why am I here? What I has think, it all been for?" I think absolutely that's part of it because as a kid, you don't, you you may not you recognize keep think that the you bullshit. keep think that you're gonna get to this peak. Where it is going to be all boy. If I just take this bullshit yeah. and I work hard, I will and have keep it my all. Head down, they're going to reward me for it. Yeah. And then you realize after you've done that so many times, and by this time you are at your midlife. Yeah. You're like that's bullshit. Nothing is going to so get. So now give me a Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> to make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> like what drives that part? No one else. So here's. Oh man. Um. I was on a flight yesterday, right? And uh, I fly Southwest just because they're my preferred carrier. Right, I, don't give me credit unless they give us some money. Well, this is a, a potential, you know. Potential, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know. You think so, Southwest like, hey, is sponsor our podcast? Maybe. Okay. Hey, <laughs> you've said some positive things about us in the past. We'd like you to. You know, <laughs> hey, I'm just, I'm just teeing it up, peanuts. baby. Teeing it up, baby. <laughs> Southwest, peanuts. come on with the money. Um, a drink coupon. So, anyways, I like their the way that they board. You know, uh, you don't necessarily. Uh, well, you don't. It's not necessarily you don't get an assigned seat you get whatever you get right um and so i'm on um no they don't have assigned seats no but you get a section you, you no. get a, they don't you, do that anymore there's no section a b and c group, do. boarding groups a b and c you do get a boarding group yeah but you get on the plane and you right, pick right, right. wherever but, you but want. you're still in a boarding group right okay. so if you're savvy and you don't have any kind of like like i, I just found out this this past week i'm no longer a list 
So that means, yeah, I have to get on Check-in right time. on yeah. 24. And you're already starting at like A30. Yes. Because you have all the business. So I got I got A38, which I was pleased. Oh, that's pretty good. I, I was pleased to get yeah, it. Oh, yeah. That's impressive. I've got my atomic clock on the computer. and the I've got atomic the, clock? Yeah, so you can know exactly when to hit that button. You know, because like your computer's not good enough. So, is it the same time? So, what is the computer clock working off of? Is that the atomic clock? Probably. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what do you mean? You have your oh, because you have like down to the tenth of a second. Oh yeah. So oh, okay. So <laughs> I'm just telling you, most computer systems yes sync their clock with the atomic clock with the atomic of clock course. or, or uh, time.gov. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. And so your watch may not be synced. No. With but my phone is. Uh, so you're still having to rely on the servers AT&T. getting to the tower and then your phone getting the signal. Oh, so there's my off by 10 seconds. Might be a lag. Oh, okay. Absolutely. It's still going into fucking space. I'm just, you know, what? You. I'm a little pa- more patient than you are. Okay. Dude, 10 seconds okay. is the difference between a group and B group. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell you, it is absolutely. Oh, okay. You need to. Midlife pick- crisis. Time space continuum. What are we talking? You need about? to fix the weight of that mic. It keeps tilting in on Did you. you. Hear that? Yeah. Sorry. What was that again? Oh, you what? You're kicking the what? What are you talking about? Did I hear what? What? <laughs> I don't know what I said. Okay. I'm not listening to myself. Okay, good. Because nobody else is. Either. Yeah. All right. So I said, how did that? <laughs> we got to get back to midlife crisis. Okay, so I'm trying to tell you a story. Yeah. Right. So I, I was on That's a, a long th- story. So I pick. So you know how sometimes if you get on too early with Southwest, yeah, you got to the big too late. Yeah. The big fat guy in Group C who doesn't give a shit about where he sits is going to plop down right in the middle seat next to you and whoever else is on the, you know, either the aisle or the window, and so I like find two skinny people <laughs> already seated. So I found this uh, this um, really sweet, nice lady. So with, you were the fat guy. I was the fat guy. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, I'm telling you. Those plane seats are getting smaller, am I right? Um, so I f- found this lady. She's sitting on the window, and she's got her little seven-year-old daughter. And I asked us, like, is this seat taken? She goes, yeah, by you. And I was like, awesome. And I sat down. Anyways, they were talking. By you good looking? Yeah. Come on. And I, I sat down. I was like, awesome. You know, and she's like, if you can put up with us. And I'm like, shoot, no problem. You know, and I'm so, just going to put this kid in the overhead. Really sweet little girl. Um, and uh, during, you know, like they give the safety briefing, you know, the safety briefing that you ignored all your life until you had children and then you started listening to it. No. You never listened to it? I always listened to it. Did you really? Yeah. I never gave a shit about that. No. no. I, I listened until I realized it was the same speech. So anyways, um. Really, I've just okay. I'm gonna continue with my story. Anyhow, um, why wouldn't you continue with your story? Well, because I, I just realized that I don't know how this relates at all. Anyhow, um, oh, God, this so be a, this is not gonna be. <laughs> it's not gonna be very a midlife uh, crisis episode. It's gonna be the Chinese uh, plane travel episode. So they're talking about the masks that come down, right? And then say, people with small children, please put on your mask first and then take. And so she's trying to explain to her daughter while she has to take care of herself first. She goes, can a sick person take care of another sick person? She goes, the daughter's asking this? No, no, her mother's asking the daughter. So she understands why she's got to put on her mask first and then put on her daughter's mask. Right. She goes, 
You always got to take the care mother. Of your, yeah, she's is explaining she's, how yeah, this she's explaining it to work. the little girl so she understands. The little girl's not even going to know it's a mask. I know she's going to see something dangling from the ceiling. You and I know this, but anyways, I and thought listen, it was and she's going to have to listen to you scream like a little girl so, when that mask <laughs> falls from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> so I look over at her and I said, "That's a good life lesson right there. Always take care of yourself first. <laughs> I mean, you know, that was that was yeah. that was the the thing. Kill your mother in her sleep. No, no, no. And the idea is that you know, you know, here we are, you know, busting her ass, taking bullshit, you know, keeping your head down, thinking that someday somebody's going to reward you for all the bullshit that you're putting up with on a regular basis. But really, what you learn when it comes to the midlife is that you've got to take care of yourself because nobody else gives a shit. That's why you buy the Corvette, right? Oh. Oh, right. Well done. That's why you do it. Well, because you got. I mean, because you to bring it back. I'm just saying you've been put. You've wow. been taking the beating, dude. You fucking totally, yeah. you totally surprised me. Yeah, you got you. it back on track. Hey, you know what? Sometimes I'm proud of you. You know what? It's like playing golf, man. Every now and then, I have it's a decent that one shot. shot that keeps you coming back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Holy shit, you just made the tea. Yeah. yeah. I, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. I'll come I back bet. again and torture yeah. myself. Yeah. You didn't well see done. me throw my club on the other nine right. holes, did you? So you <laughs> with a divot went further than the ball. Yeah, no doubt. I am impressed. Yeah. Way but doesn't that make sense? Yeah, it, it makes total sense. Because all of a sudden you realize, damn it, if I what don't am I say, what am I doing? If if I don't Start taking care of myself. Well, it's obvious at this point nobody else is, right? You've got this. You got. You've been sold a line of bullshit, right? That you know things are going to work out in the end. You know, keep doing what you're doing. And I'm not saying that that's the case for everybody. I don't think kids today are going to have a midlife crisis. Maybe not because I think they figured it out. Yeah, they I have. think they've looked for looked at us and where you to your point on the Corvette where. I just want to, you know what? I've been doing the smart thing. I've been doing the responsible thing my whole life. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get irresponsible. I'm going to get a car that costs too much because yeah. I've never, I've never experienced that type of luxury because I've been playing it smart. Well, that's, that's the midlife crisis, right? The kids today are like, I see what you're doing and I see that yeah. system you want me to be a part of where, I buy a house and I have two and a half, two point five kids, and you know I save all life, you know, all my life for retirement, and then and, you know happily hold hands with my wife in the sunsets, and then until we all pass away, they don't see that as a reality anymore. Number one, no one can afford housing, even renting, based on today's economy, right? And so they're like, "Fuck that! I'll buy a Corvette and live in that motherfucker." You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm serious, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. I see a lot of young kids driving, you know, BMWs, and you know, I don't think they've bought those for themselves necessarily. You don't? Not in your neighborhood. Well, maybe not. Not in my neighborhood. I, look, I'm not. I'm not saying that it's my neighborhood. I'm just saying that I see a lot of young professionals I, I, driving I, these really high end vehicles. Yeah. And I'm like going, damn. You know what? I never thought about doing that yeah. because that was not the responsible thing to, to do. do. Right. You know, but I think the younger generation has it figured. And, and I think you've touched on something that's really important. I think you're right. I don't know that they will have midlife crises because, you know what? They've realized I'm fucking taking care of myself. Yep. You know, that's right. Right now. The people who have midlife crises are the people that took care of everybody else their whole lives. Right. That's yeah, true. You know, and then they realize, fuck, what, what am I doing? What, what am I what, doing? What, what is this all for? Why have I been, 
Yeah, it's like being on a diet for, you know, six months and then getting on the scale and still weighing the same. And you're like, what the fuck am I doing? You know? Why does anybody I, say, boy, I would have been 400 pounds if I didn't do go on the diet? Maybe. <laughs> I feel, well, I think, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I, think idea, I think the idea is that <laughs> you are, you're, you're going through the struggle, you know? Obviously not. I mean, you're not... You're obviously having lapses if you're you're dieting for six months and not seeing any results. You know, maybe that's not the diet for you. But my point is, if they are, they feel like they're going through the struggle, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that reaction. I'm sorry I caught you in, in mid-delicious sip of Guinness. Oh, I saw this great T-shirt, um, St. Patty's Day yeah. for Guinness. It said... Um, had the Guinness logo, and at the top it said, Hello, darkness, my old friend. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah, I got to find that That's shirt. That's a good shirt. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Get that for my brother. Get me for that. I also Give me that for my brother. I also oh. saw an Irish shirt that said, Drink up, McBitches. Yeah, <laughs> I like that too. I'll do that one too. Oh, yeah. That was good. Oh, I'm all out of coffee. But I do have some water. Um. So, so what yeah, else? Midlife crisis. Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> you know what? I think they're still, I think Gen X is going to have, well, if they're not already doing it. We're Gen X. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're, 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 we are going into midlife station, midlife crisis stage. So I don't, I want to say that maybe I haven't really, I haven't really done anything. I, don't, I didn't say everybody goes through it. I know. I'm just, I just think I'm just looking at, at my, I'm just looking at myself going, what am I doing? What am I doing for myself? What am I doing to take care of myself? Now my family doing would, podcasts. My pro, my family would probably say you do plenty for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I but I don't probably. I don't have a Corvette. I'm not I'm not sure that I'm not really a You're not a material guy. I'm not. I don't. I mean I I do I do like You're things. an experienced guy more than a material guy. This is true. This is true. Oh, well, like, no. I do spend some money on a nice trip somewhere, you know, like life experiences. Yeah. I don't mind wrong with that. I don't mind spending That's a, what you a value. buck or two to What's go. Wrong some, with that? Well, because the memories are good, you know. That's what I'm saying. No there, one's ever gonna take those away from you, you know. Well, dementia might, but son of a bitch. You are right. Take pictures. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, you know, my wife is a uh, a fine artist, and she she is she paints stuff. Indeed. No, when I say fine art, um, fine arts. That's a she's not just an artist; she's a fine artist. She's she actually is an oil painter, and she I know she is a portrait painter. And a friend of mine once said, "Oh, wow, that is uh, that is very noble." And uh, I was like, "Noble." What? Yeah, he goes, "When you think about it, um, oil paintings, those last." Um, you know, there are generational, like yeah. multiple, multiple generations. He says that to capture someone's essence on a canvas that is multi-generational, he says that is, you know, when you think about it, you'd have a picture, you may lose that picture, maybe a digital file that gets deleted somewhere, but, you know, and, and a lot of times pictures themselves are not archival unless they're printed on archival, you know, paper that will last ages, but oil paintings and canvases, they are. They're designed to last, shit, centuries, you know? So okay. I just thought that was pretty interesting, you know? I don't know how that relates to what we're talking about. <laughs> what? Where the fuck did that come from? So look, let me just, just tell you something. <laughs> not, I don't know where you just I'm came from. I'm not drinking at all today. I know. What is yeah. going on? 
And I'm I'm having more trouble staying on topic today. Than, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't either. Or where it was going. And I'm sure Artists, if I, when I go back. Go, I know. I want to try and recover. When I go what back and doing? listen to it, there was a thought process. Yeah, was, where did you go? Stop beating me up over it. I'm I've not. I'm just admitted. trying to help you. <laughs> well, I'm trying to help you cross the finish line. So, yeah. There's my Midlife life. crisis. I wanted to talk about yeah, my wife. Oil yeah. paintings. I wish my yeah. wife would paint me. Is that what it was? Uh, you wanted her to paint you? You know, riding a horse with maybe a military jacket. I think she should on make a you very a, large like canvas. a minotaur. Oh, she should make you a minotaur. Mm. Wait, what is the minotaur? Is that the horse guy? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Or is that the bull guy? No, that's uh uh the minotaur. Oh, maybe the minotaur. <laughs> yeah, the minotaur. No, the the minotaur is a horse guy. Are you sure? Positive. I'm not so certain. I'm positive. If you we have, only had a device <laughs> that could tell you us. You know what? I wish, I wish I could get paid for every time you said on this, this podcast. If we only had a device <laughs> that we could I use, that. you know what? Even better, if we had a device that was sitting right in front of both of us <laughs> that I can remember the password of. Uh, so the minute, so the minotaur could it be? A I don't think centuron, centaur, centaur, centaur well, is the horse. The That's, Minotaur is the okay, bull. Okay, hang on. Yeah. I think the Minotaur is the bull, too. Yeah. Please edit all this out. No. No, no leaving, please edit this out. No, this we're leaving it in. No, no listen. We don't edit shit. This is. I, I want people to understand that we don't Maybe script we any of this. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> Maybe we, we should. should. Yeah. Yeah, but my wife is an artist, did I tell you? Okay, yeah, Minotaur is a bull. Horseman. Is that what you call it? <laughs> That's a centaur. I should know better. It's called. Um, yeah, we might centaur. have centaur. It's a centaur. Centaur. Yep. That was close. All right. That would be awesome. But I've yeah, always you as a centaur would be good. I've always like seen the you know the the pictures of the guy. Mrs. Schweiny, please do. Yeah. Him as a. I want a, to be a in a military uniform on a horse with Ooh. one re, you know one leg raised you know something like that on a very large canvas that I can hang above my mantle. I think that would be great. That I would, I would actually pay for that. Would you? Oh, absolutely. To have you as a centaur in a military uniform with a whip in your hand. Whipping myself. No. No. Mm. Just very generally Mm. ready to go into battle. A mythological battle, but a battle nonetheless. All right. So let's let's bring it back. I'm sorry for... Let's bring it back to centaurs. Well, let me ask you this. Um... How, how, I mean, we talked about the Corvette. Are there other ways that a midlife crisis will manifest no, itself? I'm sure there's a hundred ways. I mean, I, I, surgery. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch okay. of different ways. So that let's it talk about that itself. a little bit. You know, surgery is, is, is one thing I think that I will probably never do. Um, just not interested in it, not w- willing to take the chance on that because I've seen some of the disasters that come of that. Also, what kind of surgery you're talking about. Like plastic surgery, I think. Oh, right. What I mean, what's that kind of surgery? I thought done? you meant penis enlargement. Oh, I mean, you could do surgery. that too, but I thought that's what you wanted. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, not saying that it wouldn't be helpful, but you know what you get, what you get, you know, and you don't throw a fit. That's always been my motto, and so you know what, I uh, I work on the thrust a little bit more, you know. Like I'm uh. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Yeah, we gotta get that. Anyway, we gotta, Edit that it's out. time for editing. <laughs> We've just reached the point where <laughs> editing might be uh, necessary. necessary. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, surgery. Um, 
yeah, I can see where I, I think surgery purchases trips. Yeah, I think you just. I think but just not just like, that, but it could be life changes as well. Yeah, like quitting Industry, your job. And, yeah, you know, hiking, hiking the AT trail for hey. you know whatever. You know, I affairs can see, could be yeah affairs for sure. Yeah, um, none of that shit really interests me though. You know, <laughs> you just want to be a centaur. I just want to be a goddamn centaur. <laughs> Or I want my visage. What? Uh, Your what? My visage. Oh. Um, captured for all time on a canvas. Oil painting. And something that An oil is... oil painting that lasts for centuries. Something that is non-representative I think, of who I think who this I is am. a cry out. This is your midlife crisis. is a cry out for your lovely artistic wife to do a portrait of you. This is your asking for. This do we is your have a name for our wives? No. Uh, we need to come up with some. So right now we're going to call it um, Mrs. Schweiny. Okay. And uh, as misogynist as that is, and mi- Mrs. Ace. Yeah, it is a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we can call her Smart Ace. Smart Ace would <laughs> actually fit perfectly for her. <laughs> yeah. Smart Ace, that is awesome. Yes, that's her name. Uh, I can't wait to tell her. So yeah, I um I do. So here's what I have discovered about myself at this particular point in my life, right? Um, I want, I want something to look at on a daily basis that is not my neighbor's house. You know, like I want to go on the back porch, yeah, sit in my chair and enjoy my morning coffee and look at something that is not another dwelling. I want. So what are you gonna do? Are you, does that mean moving? Or does that mean creating? Yeah creating that environment in your backyard well that could be i mean i could create that element but i'm really looking for something more natural right i mean you can create an oasis in your backyard and believe me i would not be opposed to that i'm, I'm probably gonna try that actually you know I like like a, a pool with a little maybe a little water feature so you can hear some you know running water and actually you know there's studies that show that that is actually very good for you um as far as stress yeah to hear moving water, water. yeah, yeah. Um, once again back to the sea yeah 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 it uh that's where we came from but a couple of uh, like my brother has a has a house that backs up to a green belt and he's created a little uh, seating area back there and i was just there visiting and we sat out there maybe drinking we might have been doing a little drinking but um he's got it lit up and so you know there's flying squirrels and that was i've never seen a flying squirrel before in real life but it would fly to a tree and then climb up higher and then fly to the next tree it's not really flying but it's like gliding. It's climbing um it's and, more than i could do yeah and it's just it was really nice just sitting there and listening to the the breeze blow through the, sure. through the foliage and flying um, squirrels a buddy of mine lives on were they the, wear any of the flying squirrels wearing a leather hat I didn't get goggles. Didn't get that. uh, No, I didn't get that. I know what you're saying, but no, I didn't get that good a look. (laughs) Named Rocky Mm -hmm. and uh, Bullwinkle. Bullwinkle. Yeah. Hey, Rocky. What's your bull rubbing out of this hat? Um, Another uh, good buddy of mine, uh, my buddy that I talked to you about in uh, Death and Dying uh, when his wife passed away from colon cancer, he bought this. um, When my audio was really bad. Was that the one that was bad? No, I think it was the tale of two parties where you can't hear you. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm telling the story. That's great. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> speak up, some bitch. Um, <laughs> you want to be heard around here? You got to speak up. And there, uh, kids, that's that's, a, that's a, another that's life lesson. lesson. <laughs> yeah, listen. You can struggle all you want to get a seat at the table, 
But if you're not speaking up and being heard once you get there, what was the effort for? All right. There's a little life lesson out of today's uh, episode. Unless you're just there for the cake. They have cake? Damn it. Love cake. Um, You know, there are people that don't like cake. Who doesn't like cake? My nephew doesn't like cake. On his birthday, he would have have pie for his birthday. He's going sweet at least. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not. I didn't say he didn't like sweets. He just doesn't like cake. He likes pie. Uh, You know what? What kind of pie? I might support him. You know what? All kinds. French silk, pecan? lemon meringue, pecan pie. Oh, yeah. Uh, pecan oh, yeah. pie all day, dude. Apple pie, if it's made means. right. I need to make you my world famous apple pie. I, nobody, I've never even heard of your world famous apple pie, so that means it's That's not, not world true. famous. It's no, not I've true. never heard of it. I brought it what, to you. What? Did you, you name it apple pie? Yeah. World famous? Yeah. It's world famous. People talk about it. People. Nobody look. talks about their pie. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. They don't talk about your pie. I'm talking about it right now. You're talking about it. I am people. That's good, but nobody's listening. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah. So I've discovered that I want, I've got to have it. I'm, I'm, it's like right now, it's an overwhelming desire. For, for pie? No. For that natural scene behind my house to not have to go out. I, I, I think part of it maybe is- um, Midlife crisis? Well, I'm sure it's part of my midlife crisis, but it's also my tendency that I have developed since working from home that wanting to become more of a recluse. So I want people farther away from me. (laughs) (laughs) And so living in suburbia where I've got neighbors, you know, 10 feet to my right and to my left and that's somebody across the street and then somebody. Could you go somewhere? Could you go up north somewhere and get a little more secluded? Um, Why are you here? What do you mean? Why am I here? Like, because you work from home. Yeah, I know. Uh, so Smidge is still in college, and she's going to community college. Oh, that's right. And okay. so All right. Um, she's about to finish up there and go somewhere. So, I mean, we're really, you know, once- You're about to be ready to We're about to go off want. the leash, bro. Yeah. So, uh, although the situation with my mom that has now, you know, come to an unceremonious uh, end uh, has now developed with uh, Mrs. Schweine's mm. mom. So- mm. Yeah, we're so we got to figure out. We we got some things to figure out, but I mean, it's not going to stop us. We're going to do what we got to do, and we're going to go where we want to go. Yeah. But that's the, that's the goal, right? The goal is to put ourselves. To where? Where, where where are you going, dude? There's no limits. Oh well, I should. Where do you want to go? Where like if you had to settle in somewhere? Okay. Um, I, I'm trying to figure that out. Okay, I I got to go. Here here's my thing. Um, I would love to go to California, but. Too fucking expensive. No, it's ridiculous. Too, um, but it's beautiful. The weather there is beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful, but it's 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 the the, yeah, the state much, is collapsing. Yeah, too much a too much of a freaking headache with the weirdness. Um, I wouldn't mind going somewhere west, but honestly, I grew up in the southeast, and you know, going to University of Florida, being a, a fan of the Gators. I want to be where I can, you know, if I want to go to a Gator game, I don't have to fly across the country to do it, yeah. you know. So somewhere in the southeast that still relatively, like, you know, you look at the map, you know, a majority of the population in, in the U.S. lives east of the Mississippi. Yeah. And so that's kind of counter to what I'm looking for. I think I want to go to South Dakota or Montana or something. I yeah. would love that. But the winters are brutal there. I know. I feel like you okay. would need to, you'd need to check that out. Here, of course here, they're brutal. Yeah. Here's the other thing I gotta By worry code. about, right? I'm not ready to retire, right? So No, I'm not ready I, I'm not either. I, I'm gonna I, I'm not planning on retire. I'm planning on dropping dead on my job. Yeah. But the thing is, is if um <laughs> I if, think if God forbid, just dismiss that. Well Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Thanks. That is. A, I appreciate your concern. No, You're I'm fucking. not concerned about that. <laughs> Keep doing, doing what you're doing. That is a plan. Listen, hope is not a strategy. I'm just going to put lay that out there. If you're hoping to retire one day, that is not a no, strategy. No, that's why it's not my yeah. strategy. Your strategy is to ju- just die, die on in the job. job. Well, that's beautiful because then you have to you don't ever have to plan for retirement. I, I also hope I get the double whammy of being like on a flight for business travel somewhere so smart ace can yes. sue not only my employer <laughs> but the airline. Uh, that's the double whammy. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Could she try that's to, my, could she that's try my to put goal. You, if you die, could she try to put you on a flight? <laughs> yeah, you can put me in some luggage. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I also got to consider, you know, if, if God forbid, let's say my company, uh, the numbers just don't work out and they have to close up shop, you know, and what happens then? If I'm in South Dakota... Am I going to be able to find another remote position that's going to allow me to live in South Dakota? Yeah. So I might need to go in an area, since I work in the IT sector, I might have to go to an area which has a decent, you know, IT hub or whatever. So, I mean, those areas to me would be like anywhere in in Southern California, maybe Denver. Uh, The Dallas area is good. Austin's good. Um, Atlanta, North Carolina, like the, the... Raleigh Durham area, yeah. Charlotte. Those areas I think I, I could probably find a job there. If I had to commute, um, I possibly could, but I might be better off finding, you know. And then there's the whole thing about when you're working remote, there are certain areas like my my company will not let me go to certain states because they're not registered in that state. So mm-hmm. I've got to I've got to be mindful of that. But if I had my choice, I would probably go back to somewhere in Florida. Georgia, North Carolina, Tennessee, maybe. That way, you know, we could live live the life we want to live, and I can still make it to a football game relatively easy. Doesn't sound like you're trying to be that much of a recluse. Um, I think you could still be a recluse in those areas. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I good mean, luck with that. I'm just saying. I'm just know. saying. I don't think anybody cares. Well, I'm just saying, my need, it's not so much that I want to be a recluse. Is how, I just, this, how does this relate to midlife crisis? Well, I was telling you is that this my, your midlife crisis? Yeah, my need to have a okay. natural scene out my back door. So, and, I don't, and it doesn't have to be, you know, like a green belt or a forest. It can be a lake. <laughs> it can be a mountain. <laughs> yeah. You don't have a little harder to come by. <laughs> just something that something isn't. Something natural. Something other than my neighbor's house. So something other than man-made. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's a little more expensive, I think. Oh, for sure. And there's no guarantees either, right? Unless you're back Eventually. Up, yeah, that's true. Unless you own it, right? So yeah. I wouldn't mind having, you know, a couple acres out my back door. Oh, I'd love that. You know, that I can do with I what I want. A couple of acres, If I want to, you know, build a shop back yeah. there somewhere right. that I can do whatever I want to do in it, you know? I can yeah. have, have a torture chamber in the basement. Oh. Did I say that? Or did I think that. No, um, you know what I mean. Like, um, I've always had the idea of wanting to do some kind of uh, like welding and metalwork. Yeah. Just to create some shit because I think it's important for everybody to have a creative side. And then, you know what? There's another example of what happens in midlife crisis, right? People start trying to branch out into creative avenues, right? And and that that's one of the reasons why I brought up my wife as an artist, right? So that is another... A, See how I close that loop? Oh my that, gosh! Yeah, that is another. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna be silent because yeah. I'm in awe. So, I've got this thing that I've always wanted to do. I want to learn blacksmithing because I feel like, um, 
if if the if the power grid ever failed and we had to to start relying on ourselves for our skills, I want to be able to do some metalworking, right? Okay. And um, that that would be a good talent to have. No, I, I'm serious. It would be. I'm you know? serious too. Yeah. So I, I've done woodworking, and I yep. and that's all well and good. I think um, metalworking is a little bit more um, yeah more hands on. Absolutely. Right? Because well, it, it's a little more complex. Well, it it certainly is. Like you have to know the chemistry of it, right? Yep. And um and have the equipment. Well, that and like when you think about woodworking, you know. A lot of what I do is with power tools, right? Yeah. If the power grid goes down, I'm you not gonna. If you need a plane, <laughs> someone get on that bicycle over there and turn that saw blade for me, will you? So a handsaw. Yeah. Oh saw. god. Yeah. Imagine yeah. back in the day. Mm. There are so with the screw. Think about the screwdriver. There Just are. Like, yeah. There are these, um, these screw guns that are fucking fantastic now. Another thing I would do is there. There's this thing that I've looked at. Over over the years, called the Shelter Institute, and they teach you to build A-frame homes using no power tools at all, and it's all done no with power tools. No power tools at all. You you know you build the structure by you know sawing and making these uh, intricate or powerful wood joints. Yeah, and that's just fucking cool to me. It's man. cool, but it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, but it's also I, I feel like with today's day and if age If shit goes to hell, I'm just that's saying, all it's yeah, going to be. You, you don't have nail guns anymore you can't, right, you know, right, yeah. you're not going to, you know, right. do the joint. Nail's going to run out, you can't, screw's going to run out. Yeah, when you're thinking about, you know, building a house, yeah. you're like, oh, I'll just buy some rafters. No, bro, you ain't buying Maybe rafters. I got clay. I'm going to make a hut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, hut actually, that's not, a, that's not a bad idea. No, it's not. You know, there's also... Just for fun, there's like a three-hour YouTube video, and I think it's titled, I Spent Three Years Building a Cabin in the Woods. I think that's what it's called, and it's just, and there's no speaking. And the forest fire burned it down in 20 minutes. No, it's just some kid uh, that graduated college, like in Norway, didn't know what the hell he wanted to do with his life, so he decided, I'm going to live in the woods for three years and film it. And he built this cab, and it's just- There's a millionaire. It's really, it's really fucking cool to yeah. see. To see. What's, no, the obviously, What's the name of that? It's. I think it's just called Cabin I, in the Woods. I lived in the. I, I built a cabin in the woods for three years, and there's no talking. It's just him. You know, is there talking? No talking. You just watch him all day. It, well, it's, how long is this thing? It's about three hours. Three hours. Is this guy building a house. Yeah. It's really interesting. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's actually very peaceful, and he's got he he gets a it's dog. Like watching Bob Ross paint. I, I think after a while, yeah. But Bob Ross had a way of, oh. yeah. He was a magician. He was just, <laughs> there might be a little rabbit over here in this little bush. This happy little bush. He used to kill me, though, like when he would do this elaborate scene, and he goes, oh, let's just put a mountain right here and just block everything yeah. he just painted. I know. And you, he's, <laughs> like, I like, he's like, dude, this will, the best part. This part right here might take a little courage. And then he just draws this big black line down, <laughs> and it turns into a beautiful tree when he's done. But he's just like, love that guy. You've got to. He's like, you're in oh, control God. here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> God. I love it, too. Bob I just Ross, to, made you think you could do anything. Yeah. And he's talked to you so calmly, oh, yeah. matter of factly, and built you up while you Yeah. Know, that's good. We don't have enough he, of that in life. He should have. Bob Ross, if he wasn't that person, could have absolutely been an air traffic controller. Probably. <laughs> bringing the planes in. Hey. Oh, you're doing oh, great. Yeah, you're going to bring it good. Your head looks good. Look at that beautiful little round. He's <laughs> 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 bringing it in nice and low. Okay, yeah. Come on in. Hell yeah. 
Where, have you You're come in doing, on runway number 18? 18 is my favorite number. You're doing great. Just trim it up just a little bit. Oh, just a little bit. Just a that's little bit. just oh, what yeah, it right right needed there. right there. Oh, right there. Right, hey, <laughs> Bob Ross may have been able to do like <laughs> those some of those uh, Fabio novels too. He could have probably written read some of those. And the audiobooks? The audiobooks, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He, he definitely had uh, an art to his unbuttoned his shirt. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mom porn. That's what Muscles that is. abounded. So what else do you want to say about midlife crisis? I mean, I, I'm... I will be curious to see how ours progress. <laughs> I'll be curious to see... Well, I probably won't be around for it, but I may see it before the end of my life, what happens with the younger generation. That'd be interesting to see, too. Yeah. But I'm curious. We're coming up on ours now, so I'm curious to see where it goes. Oh, dude, it, we're in the midst of it. I think there are certainly people that are. From oh Gen no, X that we are have. Going through it. Yeah, we have but, friends that are in the midst of it for sure. But we're at the the front edge of yes. Gen X, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, we are. Yes. are we? Yeah, because the boomers ended in uh, the mid 1960s. Okay. All right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think so yeah, like my, lead, we are the leading. We're edge. the leading edge. So, <laughs> okay. Really, really very interesting time. It is a fascinating time. Yeah. So, uh, the other thing I, I think about um, with midlife crisis, you also have more income to do the things you want to do. Like, I, I didn't have the money to buy a Corvette when I was a kid. No, that's true. You yeah. you have the, the, the money, the credit. And the means. Yeah. The assets, sure. But, but maybe the midlife crisis for us is going to be, what are these times going to be like? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm, I don't envision ever being able to retire based on what's going on. No, probably not. I mean, and, and you, to make, if you're going to survive in retirement, you probably have to have a pretty sizable nest egg to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Get out of your midlife crisis. Shake it off. It, no, dude, shake it off. No, don't shake it off. Oh, embrace, embrace it. Embrace it. Oh, okay. Fucking embrace do it. your midlife crisis. Yeah, take care of yourself. Okay, do some shit that you normally wouldn't do. Yeah, fuck it. You know why? Why is so? Let's talk about that just for a second, Go. right? And then we'll close out. Okay. Why is there a negative connotation <clears throat> with a midlife crisis? What What if we started calling it midlife awakening? Because that's really what it is, right? That you, is what it is. You are coming to. The realization that, that this is all bullshit and it's, it's time. Yeah, let me live a I, little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I encourage that. I want everybody. I agree. I want everybody to live their life. I am pro midlife crisis. Take that trip you want to take. Buy that well, Corvette if that's what you mid-life want. Midlife awakening. I like that. Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. We're like changing that. it. So wake midlife up. Midlife awakening. Wake up, people. Yeah. All right. There's our lesson for the day. Midlife awakening. Do it. Do what you do. What you got to do. That's the name of this podcast. Midlife Awakening. This episode. Yeah, Midlife Awakening. Okay, done. Hey, everybody, Print. thanks for... Wi- uh, wi- what, it, what, uh, what? Yeah, thanks for yep, but listening. Peace out. Listening to... What like, we share, to- even though we can't... Hey, we listen, have no way for you to like and share. If you're actually listening, because there probably isn't anybody... Tell somebody, please. Yeah, tell your friends if you like what you're hearing, and um, give us some freaking feedback. Even if you feedback. just sort of like it. You don't have to really like it, but if you sort of like it, yeah, they might really like it. Yeah. And give us some ideas if you want to hear something, uh, you want to talk about yeah, something. That would be awesome. Yeah. Or we if you would take lo- viewer feedback. Here's an idea. If you feedback. want to be a guest, we'd love to. Oh, yes. 
Let's introduce guests. Yes. We got to figure out how to do that. Yeah, we need to bring Meghan Markle on. Yeah. <laughs> do we ever publish that episode? Not yet. All right. That's a doozy. All right. Peace out, people. Love you. Peace. See you. You've been listening to the Let Me Ask You This podcast. Tune in next time to hear the boys talk shit about some stuff. Talk to you soon. <laughs>